this is Valerie Aiello, and you're listening to Idea Diary. Thanks for coming back, y'all, and hanging out in my office. Okay, so I was watching The Last Dance, the Michael Jordan documentary. I'm not sure when it came out. Some other people were talking about the documentary, so I thought uh, I should watch it. I don't think I've seen it before. I... Maybe it was a LeBron James documentary or something. There's another documentary that's pretty good and motivational. But some things about Jordan that I had forgotten or I didn't really know was that when he was in high school playing basketball, he didn't even make it on the team, I guess, when he was a sophomore. And he had to practice just to get on the team to be a basketball player. So even though had all these great qualities and stuff, he still wasn't good enough, and he pushed himself further. And then whenever he, you know, was starting to get really good and he was on a professional NBA team, it took seven years for him to win a championship game, which he was still one of the best players, and he was – getting a lot of attention but he hadn't won a championship game which I guess is like one of the most important things for basketball NBA stuff yeah I didn't quite realize how different Kobe's life was from Jordan because Kobe is one of my favorite basketball players of all time just because I was I lived in LA during the Kobe Shaq days and it was very exciting and coming from somebody that doesn't really care about sports. It was actually very exciting to go to a bar or go to a party or whatever and watch Kobe and Shaq play or go to the actual games. And it was just a different sports experience than I had ever experienced. It was beyond sports. There was something happening there, and it was really fun. Kobe just kind of like came out of high school and was treated like a star, and then he just went above and beyond you know, he he tried every single day, you know. He worked very hard for it. But I didn't realize Jordan had to work so hard for his success. And then I kind of forgot that Jordan had quit baseball or basketball to play baseball, I guess professionally. I don't know what team he went on or anything like that. But it was just interesting that he was one of the best players. He had one championship. And so he felt like, I guess he might have achieved everything that he wanted to achieve. So then he just stopped what he was doing and tried something new, which is pretty crazy probably to a lot of people. But that's kind of what I've been thinking about lately. It's like you can try something and achieve it and then realize – okay, this isn't all that I thought it was cracked up to be. Let me try something different. And then sometimes for Jordan, he tried baseball for two years, and then he decided that he missed basketball, and then he came back to basketball. And then he won a bunch of championships again. But it was almost like he was questioning if basketball was everything that it was that he thought it would be, and he had to kind of pivot to different sport 
to appreciate basketball even more. I don't know. I just kind of thought that was a good story to talk about for today. I recommend you go watch the documentary, The Last Dance. And I think a lot of sports documentaries, whether you're a sports fan or not, I feel like is a really cool way to think about success in a different way and goals in a different way because... I think, especially for professional sports, they have to train so long. You know, it's it's not very many people that are like Kobe that were just straight out of high school, put on a, a pedestal and was like ready for success and ready to hit it, you know. You know, there's just a lot of sports that take years and years and years to get really good. Yeah, there is a lot of children that just are instantly good at sports. Everyone has different trials, no matter if you're just naturally good at something or you have to try hard at it. And I think either way, if you really want something, the harder you try, you can have it. It was very motivating to me to see how hard Jordan worked and especially seeing that he wasn't even good enough to be on the high school basketball team. He had to work even for that. That made me feel really good. And it really made me think a lot about doing this and coming to talk. And even though this is not the greatest thing in the world, it's not the most entertaining show in the world, but the fact that it's pretty easy to come here every day and just to have something to talk about and edit something together by myself and just upload it and just move on and no, not worried about it, having no regrets. You know, I've been watching a lot of interviews with David Lynch because I'm I'm pretty amazed about just how meditating every day has just added so much undeniable good things in my life without really much effort so I've been you know I think when you're watching YouTube videos you watch one video and then it like feeds you similar videos to keep you on YouTube But I was watching a David Lynch interview, which I'll link in the description below of the show. And he was saying, you know, he he meditates twice a day, has not missed it in like since he started. So for about 30 years or something crazy like that. And the interviewer was kind of shocked just thinking about having never missed twice a day. And he just said it's. It's when it's your intention, just everything kind of flows out to him. If he's finding it hard to find a place to meditate, it's someone he kind of asks for help and somebody will help him find a place to meditate. Or, you know, he doesn't, when things are noisy and there's like a street jackhammer going off, that doesn't mean he can't have a great meditation. And he talks about his life a little bit and how he's he's a painter and he he'll go outside and paint and I just imagine that I feel like when you meditate every day it like expands your time in some way and you can take time for yourself to say I really want to live a creative life that's what I want to do I want to fill my day with creativity I want to fill my day with being productive, making just the exact things I want to make, and I don't want to fill my day with anything annoying. I feel like 
the meditating every day. And I'm, I've never taken a meditation class. I've, I don't know the right or wrong way to meditate, which there might be. David Lynch does something called Transcendental Meditation. And people call it TM for short. You can meditate however you want. I feel like that's a thing. David Lynch is really strict about you have to do TM meditation. So I, I don't know much about it. So I wouldn't say that it doesn't bring value or he isn't right because he might be right. But I feel like if you're not doing it at all, just figuring out a way for yourself to do it is better than not. Like I said, I do the the morning pages every day. I kind of do them the way that Julia Cameron suggests you do them. And then I have a page that is just unique to me and something that I do for myself. And I feel like it's just totally organizing my mind. And then I do, um, I try to do an extra, you know, even if it's like a three-minute meditation, to a 30-minute meditation, I try to fit in an extra meditation that's just me and my mind and thinking, and I have different ways that I do that. And sometimes I do a lot of guided meditations if I'm feeling kind of bored or I'm feeling my mind's too busy and racing, so I just need that guided meditation to help me focus. And I do a lot of those. And I think just taking like a lot of time with a lot of intention saying like this is my to-do list these are the things that I don't even write things anymore that I don't want to do because I don't have anything on that list anymore and I think and I definitely did so when I started committing to a full 30 minutes to an hour a day of meditation no matter what I started July 1st and have undeniable changes of how my life is it's not totally different but I feel like I've definitely shifted so if you want things to change you've got to change yourself on the inside you've got to change what you're doing you've got to change how you feel you've got to everything's kind of your fault the good and the bad stuff not if you're a kid it's probably your parents fault but you know if you're on your own and you're living your life all the bad stuff is your fault. And I know that's hard to hear. And that, that's not to say being murdered or all those things. Of course, that's not your fault. Not all things. But just in general, if you hate your life, if you're unhappy, it's usually your fault. You know, the basic choices that we're all making. And even just the way we look at things. If you can just look at things in a different way, it's like that can change everything. Everyone's different. Every situation's different. I would, if you're not meditating every day, you can figure out your way. And it's not doesn't have to be religious or anything like that. You can be an atheist and meditate every day. This is just, there's scientific stuff with our brain and how we can connect and do things and make things happen. And there's also some magic to it. So whatever that means for you. But yeah, so I just, today I wanted to go over the Jordan documentary and I just wanted to help you, uh, or I just wanted to suggest for everyone to watch that and just kind of talk about David Lynch a little bit. I wanted to 
leave a note of him talking about how he meditates every day, twice a day for 30 years. And kind of being David Lynch, I just feel like, you know, I'm sure he's not a perfect person, but I feel like he's captured creativity and his imagination and he lives it every day. And so that's kind of what I want. I just want to kind of be David Lynch. I don't know. Hopefully these two things motivate you. Hopefully you're giving meditation daily a shot. And I guess that's the end of the show. I still don't know how to end the show, so I'm just going to play the music. 